This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in-depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. You're listening to The Bullpen with Adam the Bull on the Bet Rivers Network. Welcome to the latest edition of The Bullpen with Adam the Bull, brought to you by Bet Rivers. Coming up on today's podcast, the Browns lose their finale and end a four-game winning streak. But they've already they're already in the playoffs. They had nothing to play for today, and now we know who they'll be playing against in the first week of the playoffs. I'll give you the point spread. I'll talk about what's still up in the air. That and more on the final day of the regular season in the bullpen with Adam the Bull, brought to you by Bet Rivers. You're in the bullpen with Adam the Bull on the Bet Rivers Network. Get extra value this football season with Bet Rivers Squares. Win up to $10,000 in bonus money. Bet $10 in same game parlays on any game with the Squares icon to earn a square. Uh, so, I know usually on the Sunday post game podcast, I spend a lot of time recapping the game, living the moments, but uh, no reason to do it for this game. The Browns obviously did not play uh, very many of their key players. Jerome Ford played a little. Uh, Kareem Hunt played a little. Uh, not much. He had one touch in this game. David uh, Jerome Ford had five touches in the game. Pierre Strong played a lot. I thought he played well in this game. He had uh, 14 carries for 65 yards. Nothing, you know, earth-shattering or anything. Most of the starters on defense did not play. Um, you had Martin Emerson listed as a starter, but I I don't know if he even played. He didn't even he didn't have a tackle or any stats in the game. So the Browns treated this game like what it was. Uh, let's get through it. Let's see some young guys play. Now the guys that played didn't play particularly well. The defense was awful in this game. Uh, with mostly backups playing. We had a conversation on the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show earlier this week about would the Browns' defense, because of Jim Schwartz, be uh, still be able to be a top 15 defense if all the starters didn't play? And not that one game proves anything. That's silly. But the point is you need players. Jim Schwartz was a great hire by the Cleveland Browns, a great hire by Kevin Stefanski. And he's done an absolutely fantastic job. But the bottom line, as it has always been, is it's all about the players. The coach matters, but the coach doesn't matter as much as I think many fans and even media members think. The Browns were much better this year on defense. A lot of it because of the talent. Certainly, Jim Schwartz contributed. No doubt, important piece. I don't mean to downgrade it. I'm just saying it's ultimately the players. The Browns had better players on defense this year. Believe it or not, they actually stayed healthier on defense this year. Hard to say about the Browns because they've had so many injuries, but most of their key injuries have been on the offensive side of the ball. They've had some key injuries on defense, but they've mostly been short-term on, on the defensive side of the ball. 
But today they didn't have any of their good players, or most of their good players didn't play. Uh, Ronnie um, Ronnie Hickman, who has done a great job the last few weeks, he played. But uh, Ronnie Hickman and Alex Wright are really the only guys that are have been big contributors. Cam- Cameron Mitchell a little bit too uh, are the only guys that have been big contributors that played on the defense. Um, sacks in the game. By the way, Alex Wright had sacks four games in a row. Uh, Browns had three total sacks. Offensively, I gave you the Pierre Strong numbers. Jeff Driscoll was uh, pretty bad. Did throw two touchdowns late in the fourth quarter. The, well, the Browns are down 31 nothing. Finishes 13 of 26, 166. Two touchdowns and and two interceptions. Not fair to really judge him with the talent he had around him today. David Bell did have a nice game, four for 68, two touchdowns. Cedric Tillman, this continues to be an issue on that interception early in the game. He stopped his route. I don't know if he was complaining to the official. That's the way it looked to me. I didn't like that. He's got a lot to work on this offseason. He's got to get a lot better. He is not doing a good job route running. Uh, but, but you know, the guys who didn't play were the guys he expected not to play. And now the Browns trying to get healthy. Agbo Karanko, he did play. I thought he had played a little bit. Uh, but he didn't have put up any stats. But uh, he's ready to go. So he's going to be back for the playoffs, which is a great addition. He's their third best defensive end. Shelby Harris got banged up in this game a little bit, but the report is he's, he's okay. Uh, Cedric Tillman, by the way, is in the concussion protocol. Um, and Ogbo did play a little today. He wanted to get used to wearing the harness. Obviously, he's got the torn pec. He's playing with it. And he... Um, Said he feels good. He wanted to get used to playing with the harness that he's going to have to play with in the playoffs. A couple of other notes in terms of the Browns. Injury-wise, Pierre Strong left the game early. That's why Ford was playing in the fourth quarter with a back injury. And as I said, Cedric Tillman is in the concussion protocol. And uh, Shelby Harris, his injury is undisclosed. But uh, he is, he is, he's going to be okay. He's going to be okay. Um, a lot to get to around the league in terms of what this means, but in terms of the meaning and the playoff situation that we're in, what we do know is the Houston Texans who won yesterday will be the Browns opponent. They win the AFC South, an unbelievable job by the Texans, rookie head coach, rookie quarterback, both have done a magnificent job. Um, D'Amico Ryans is the toughest competition, I think, for Kevin Stefanski. One of those two will win coach of the year. I would vote for Kevin Stefanski. I may be biased, but that's who I would vote for. The Browns will play at the Texans. We don't know when. There, there's a 4 o'clock and 8 o'clock games on Saturday, 1-4 and 8 on Sunday, and then the Monday night football game. My guess is the Browns will be the Saturday night game on Peacock, but we'll see. And some fans will be angry as hell. If that, if, if that game's on Peacock, but it is what it is. The Browns are the five. The Texans are the four. Um, the Steelers have made the playoffs unbelievably. Uh, by the way, with the Bengals beating the Browns, all four AFC North teams finished over 500. It's the first time that's happened in the modern NFL. It was, I think, 1935 was the last time every team in the division finished over 500. Now, to have some context, it's only been 14 divisions not that long. You know, they used to be... The old AFC Central days was five teams for a while. It was six. Uh, So it's not it's a little easier with four, but still it's never been done uh, with the four until now. So the Bengals finished in last at nine and eight. Uh, But the uh, Steelers are in the playoffs. They will be the set. If the Bills win tonight, the Bills will be the two seed. 
and the Dolphins will be the six. The Steelers will be the seven. If the Dolphins win tonight, then they'll be the two. The Steelers will be the six, and the Bills will be the seven. The Chiefs are in that three spot no matter what happens, and the Ravens are in the one spot. As of right now, and I'm doing this podcast just as the 425 games are starting, the Niners are the one, the Lions are the two, but uh, the Lions won't finish as the two unless both the Cowboys and Eagles lose today, which is unlikely. The Buccaneers did win the NFC South. Baker may feel terrible the last two weeks, but his defense carries him over the finish line in a 9 nothing win over awful Carolina, and it still battles for the seven seed as, is, as of uh, this recording. But what we care most about is the Browns and the Texans. The Browns, I look at the Bet Rivers uh, point spreads. Uh, the Browns have opened here at the Bet Rivers Sportsbook as a two-and-a-half point favorite. That would be interesting to see if that moves at all. I'm actually a little surprised by that. I thought the Texans might be a slight favorite in this game. Uh, man, the Browns would have been a huge favorite if it had been Jacksonville because Jacksonville fell apart. By the way, the Jags had a chance. Calvin Ridley dropped one. That could have been a game potential game-tying touchdown. They would have need, needed to uh, get a two-point conversion. Unbelievable that the Jaguars, last year the Jaguars got hot at the end of the season to make the playoffs. This year they fall apart at the end of the season to miss the playoffs. But uh, now we go full, full bore ahead. The Browns going on the road. Browns did finish three and five on the road. I think it's misleading. I, I feel very good as we start this week about the Browns' chances of winning in Houston. Obviously, Houston, of the three teams they could have possibly played heading into this weekend, would have been my last choice because I think they're the best of the three teams. But I think the Browns are better than the Texans. Bet Rivers, uh, the the guys who make the point spread for Bet Rivers obviously agree because even though the game's in Houston, the Browns are nearly a field goal favorite. So, uh, obviously, C.J. Stroud is a threat. But the Texans... Uh, you know, Nico Collins is their best receiver. He's a good player. He's not great. The rest of their wide receiving core right now is nothing special. Devin Singletary's played great at running back. He's not a – I wouldn't call him a great back, but he's played great of late, so I'll give him that credit there. And then when it comes to tight end, you know, they have Dalton Schultz, who's a nice player, but nothing special. And defensively, I don't think they're very good. Um, but this game will be a challenge. The Browns just beat the Texans couple weeks ago and but that was with Case Keenum uh CJ Stroud is another animal he's the best quarterback the Browns have faced in a while and he will be a challenge but I like the Browns chances the first team defense should be fresh you got Corey Bohorquez back this week hopefully Dustin Hopkins will be able to play next week in the playoffs you get Nogbo back um Amari Cooper should be good to go after getting two weeks off hopefully his Heel is doing better, so the Browns can get some some more guys back healthy. Juan Thornhill should be back next week. Uh, I don't I haven't heard anything about Grant Delpit. We'll keep an eye on him potentially being back this week, but I, I don't. I, I doesn't feel like that's going in that direction. I think in terms of the injured guys, everybody's going to be back. The one the biggest question is Dustin Hopkins. That that they need him. Another question heading into this week is who's going to be the backup quarterback. If Joe Flacco goes down, the Browns are screwed because neither P.J. Walker um, is is any good. Or uh, <laughs> Jeff Driscoll, couldn't think of his name for a minute. Neither one of those guys is any good. I, I'd be curious. To, I mean, he started – Stefanski started Driscoll today. 
He didn't play particularly well. He was in a tough spot to succeed. So I have no idea who he's going to pick as their number two. My guess is he will make Jeff Driscoll the number two, but I'm that's just a pure guess. So we'll see how that ends up playing playing itself out. But I, I think it'll be Driscoll. Uh, just got to keep Joe Flacco healthy. The offensive line, Betonio, Teller, Posick, they all got some rest today, which was good. They needed it. All three of those guys have been banged up. Hopefully, they'll be fresh and ready to go. Remember, the Browns played Thursday last week, so all these guys that didn't play this week will have 17 days off. And for Amari Cooper, it's three weeks because Amari Cooper didn't play on Thursday. So hopefully all these – and obviously, Ogbo hasn't played in a while, and Hopkins hasn't played in three weeks. So that's it. If Cooper's good, uh, Miles Garrett should be nice and fresh. We're now over a month since the shoulder injury. Denzel Ward got some more rest today, which was important. It was, I know it was ugly. I know there's going to be some people that are, ah, we lost our momentum and all that stuff. I don't believe any of that. I think the Browns are going to come out and play a hell of a game. Obviously, we'll break that game down more uh, as things go along. One other thing I wanted to hit on after the game. So the the Saints just demolished the the Falcons today, 48-17. And they scored a late touchdown. Apparently, they, the team wanted to get Jamal Williams in the end zone for, for whatever whatever reason. After the game, Arthur Smith, and they scored with three seconds left to make a 41-17 game, 48-17. Uh, apparently, after the, and after the game, not apparently, I saw it, Arthur Smith went bananas, was yelling at Dennis Allen. He was angry. This is the NFL. It's not high school. Not even college. These are professional athletes. You're going to get mad because they score. Stop it. How about that, Arthur Smith? That's why you're a clown and a joke as a head coach. And Dennis Allen apologized. I mean, whatever. I don't know why he apologized after the game. I mean, could you be any softer? I would fire Arthur Smith's ass out of there. Are there really members? I got to look look over this. I think there's members of NFL media that are, like, defending Arthur Smith on this. This is ridiculous. Meanwhile, Sam Laporta hurt his knee uh, as the Lions, for some reason, listen, the Lions technically could have been the two seed today, but they needed both the Eagles and the Cowboys to lose to the Giants and and Washington. It was so unlikely, you know, but that's the way Dan Campbell plays. He does meathead football. I I love it, but, you know, that's what happens. And uh, apparently... Uh, Dan Campbell said the injury isn't as bad as it looked. He got carted off the field. I mean, they need Laporta for the playoffs. I, I don't think there's any doubt about it. Um, I, I, again, I don't, I don't understand why Dennis Allen felt the need to apologize. Arthur Smith acted like a fool after the game, in my opinion. Uh, I don't know. Ho- hopefully, nobody in NFL media is defending this embarrassingness from Arthur Smith. Just completely ridiculous. And and we'll find out in the next 24 hours who gets fired. Arthur Smith certainly could be fired. Bill Belichick might be the end of an era. Looks like he's going to be out in New England. Ron Rivera almost certainly out in Washington. Could we see coaching changes? There's a lot of places we could see coaching changes in the NFL. I I don't think there's any doubt about it. We could see coaching change in both New York teams. I I don't think so, but it's possible. Mike Vrabel may leave Tennessee. If I'm the Titans, I would never, I would definitely wouldn't fire him. Going to have a new head coach with the Chargers, obviously. Uh, Panthers, I know it's one season, but they they were hideous, and they, they traded away their first overall pick. Unbelievable. 
Raiders, will they stick with Antonio Pierce? They probably should. Um, who else could change coaches? I think the Bears, the way they've played down the stretch, probably not going to have a change there. I think that's probably it. I mean, I think uh, where else could there be a change? I think that's it. We shall see. But uh, we are set. We are all set for a big week leading up to the Browns and the Texans. Can't wait. We should find out probably late tonight or early, probably early tomorrow uh, where the Brown, when the Browns will be playing. Again, my guess is the Saturday night game, which is a Peacock exclusive. Um, and so we'll do that. And so we'll be back with you on Tuesday. Uh, we'll have all the injury updates. We'll start looking ahead with Dustin Hopkins because that, to me, is huge for this playoff run, especially once you start playing better teams if, if they're able to beat Houston. Uh, if the Browns win and none of the teams behind them win, they will play the Texans in the second round. If they win and, and you know, they, by the way, it's possible, again, the Browns could play a home game uh, in the in the second round. Now, with the Steelers getting in, I think it's unlikely, but I guess you never know, right? The, the, the six and seven seeds are going to be the Steelers and the loser of the Dolphins-Bills game. If the Browns, whoever's Bills or Dolphins is the wildcard team and the Steelers all win, then the Browns will host. It's possible that the Browns could host the Steelers next week. That is possible or not next week, but in two weeks in the second round of the playoffs. If the Bills lose to the Dolphins tonight and then beat the Dolphins next week and the Steelers beat the Chiefs, I know very unlikely, but you never know, and the Browns beat the Texans, then the Browns would host Pittsburgh. And then the Bills would go to uh, would go to Baltimore. Um, that's that is a possibility. Again, unlikely, but it's a possibility for for next week. That would be a great scenario for the Browns. All right, that's it for today. Everybody, enjoy the rest of your weekend. It's going to be a great week here in the in the bullpen. It's going to be a great week on the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show. Thanks to all of you for watching and listening. Please hit the subscribe button. If you haven't done so already, it's very simple. It costs you nothing. Just hit, click on that subscribe button. Give me a thumbs up. How about a thumbs up for the podcast? Thanks to Monzo and Max for producing as always. Uh, and uh, we'll talk to you next time. Where else but right here in the bullpen with Adam the Bull. Brought to you by Bet Rivers. See ya. Thanks for listening to the bullpen with Adam the Bull on the Bet Rivers Network.